This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. 98 underscore 7 FM along with Joe and Chantel. We'll ride with you until the top of the hour when there's Freddie and Fitzsimmons on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Hey, Gordon Damer. Larry, what's going on, my friend? How was your weekend? Not great. I know. Saturday was kind of rough. Yeah. Saturday was kind of rough. It was Give me better your thoughts. Than, than, than Mondays for the Ranger fans, clearly. Yeah, it was. Now, get your thoughts on the Knicks in a second. But, Gordon, I got to tell you this. I thought, and forgive me, I thought that at watching the Rangers perform in game six, mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? They may have a chance to pull this out. They may have solved Smith. They may have been able to find a way to get pucks past him because Lord knows they sure couldn't do it <laughs> for three games. And then tonight he returned the favor and shut them out. Gordon, after being up 2-0, and listen, I know LeGreca did a phenomenal job in recapping the season that he, as he always does. But Gordon, when you're up 2-0, even though you get to seven games, mm-hmm. you can't be shut out in the last game. You've got to be in that game. Gordon, They were, they, after the first period, they were not in that game. I think that one of the most overrated things, aspects of sports, is experience. I hear all the time, oh, this mm. team has the experience, that team has the experience. Clearly, the, the Rangers players have more experience. But you take a look at tonight, coming out, it seemed like they kind of had jitters. Kind of see, They were sloppy early on. Uh, and they never really seemed to, to, to get into it. Well, obviously, they didn't get into any rhythm. They didn't score a goal. Yeah, and and the and the Devils were playing carefree, and and I guess you know scoring the first goal certainly helps as well. But even before that, it seemed like that the Rangers had returned to that kind of flat performance that they had uh, some other you know after uh, what was it games three and four mm-hmm. uh, and game five to a certain extent. So I mean, it just seemed like uh, the Rangers. You thought that right game six they win that one handily. Handling, they, they they're back, and yeah. then they went right back to the way they were before Game Six. You know what? You know what stat is underrated? What speed kills? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's underrated. That 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 trumps experience. It trumps a lot of things. When you have speed and depth and speed on all your lines, it's a totally different game, Gordon. And that's what caught the Rangers. Everywhere they went, the Devils were there. And so that's why they lost this. That's why they lost these games. And yeah, we talk about the change in goal, and that's part of it. But we also talk about adjustments. And listen, the the Devils' coaching staff did a better job in adjusting than the Rangers did. Plain and simple. Yeah, and it's tough when when you go all in like the Rangers went all in yeah. this year. Yeah, and and you're out in the first round. I I guess we can't be surprised. It just feels like the word upset doesn't really belong in hockey. Right, right. Because it just seems like it happens all the time. We're talking about the Bruins lose. Oh, yeah. what a huge upset that is. I don't know. We went into this the, the, the playoffs saying, you know, are they really as good as they were? It was a great regular season. But it seems like that type of stuff happens in the NHL far more than in other sports. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe that uh, soothes the Ranger fan to some degree down the no, road. It it's not going to do it right no. now, clearly. Mm-mm. But um, no. that is a, a tough way to go out for sure. Rangers got a lot of questions. Going, they got a lot of questions to answer. Uh, what what is this team going to look like? Looks like trying to make a run for it right here. Being all in was not the way to go. Obviously, who comes back from that team? Who will will 
will the head coach be back? I mean, there's right. a lot of questions. I mean, when yeah. you're up, when you are, is, and I'm not calling for anybody's job. Let me put a, let me put the, you know, disclaimer there. But when you're up 2-0 and dominating the way the Rangers dominated, and you just fall apart the way they did, except for one game in, in a in a do or die game six, and then follow that up with a with a dismal game seven. Gordon, somebody's got to pay for that. That's all I'm gonna say. And I don't yep. know who it's going to oh, be, no but question. somebody's got to pay. Yeah, and it might not just be one person, right? Exactly. It's, it's probably going to be a lot of changes, but, I mean, it's out there. You're not saying that you want to see it happen, but no. the, the first question, you blow a 2-0 lead, is going to be about the coach. Yeah. They had a 2-0 lead last year, and we're not able to, to close the deal. So I think that that's clearly one. It almost felt like the Rangers played like bullies in this series. When everything mm. was going well, they yeah. were firing on all cylinders. But if yeah. one thing went sideways, they couldn't play their game. And really, they made Shesterkin look like he had a did not have a good series. Gordon, I can't imagine what this series would have looked like if he wasn't playing in goal. Right, he did all he could. You know, he he was just he was caught flat footed. He was they turned the puck over. It was not good. Speaking of turnovers, Gordon, that's what the Knicks did a lot of yesterday, and it mm-hmm. cost them. Yeah, no question. Uh, not not the. As I texted you yesterday, it, it's not what you want. It's <laughs> no. not the way you want to start that series. And a lot of uh, Nick fans were excited to get the series started. And, uh, and the way things got off to uh, the first half felt pretty good. But I think, like a lot of people, you looked up at halftime and you look at what the lead was and how Five. it felt, right? Yeah, it, yeah. Felt, it felt a whole lot different than that. Uh, I will say, I think that basically everything that could go wrong for the Knicks did kind of go wrong in that game. They couldn't throw the ball in the ocean. Obviously, Randall didn't play. Brunson was bad. Uh, they couldn't uh, hit a three. It didn't feel like they could hit any free throws. And um, I would like to think that that's not indicative of the way the series is going to play out. And really, the main question is just how healthy is Jimmy Butler going to be the rest of the way? How healthy will Jimmy Butler be? How healthy will Julius Randall be? And how healthy will Jalen Brunson be? Mm-hmm. He's not questionable for tomorrow's game too. So I mean, I <laughs> this has become a this has become this postseason has become who's available, right? And 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 look at and look at what Boston look at what Philly does to Boston today. Mm-hmm. No Embiid, James Harden thinks it's still the regular season because he has a, clearly <laughs> he was dominant, and they they sneak one, they go up to Boston and take one, and you know, Gordon Shaq said it best. Just when you're ready to think that Boston can be something, can be a team that can mm-hmm. go deep into playoffs. Yeah, the team to beat, put, right, sure. They put forth a performance like this. Gordon, There's even with Harden playing the way he played, even with uh, the you know getting the play that they got without Embiid, there's no reason that Boston should lose to them. No reason. There's no At home, there's no way. There's no way they should lose to them. None. Nope. Uh, and it's pretty clear that that team, whatever team comes out of that side uh, of the Eastern Conference, is going to have a, a pretty good shot. And this might be the year for the Sixers. This might, might be, be their best shot yep. to get to uh, an NBA Finals. So might be. Uh, certainly the way that they wanted to open that. Game one is the one you want to steal. Yeah. Sixers were able to do that. Heat were able to do that. So now it's it's on the, the Celtics and the Knicks to, to respond in game two. 1-800-919-3776. When we return, we'll take your phone calls and – Hopefully there'll be too much. There won't be enough time going to talk baseball. <laughs> Please, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Even though, even though the Mets got a split, it, it wasn't. I'm just happy to get one from Atlanta. What they lost six straight to Atlanta. I'm just happy to get one. I'm just happy to get one. 
And I, I'm not even going to go there with the Yankees. Oh I just can't. God. I can't. I can't do that to you. I can't. I can't. We'll talk to you next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. It's ESPN New York Tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. Hardesty and Damer to the top of the hour. Got a couple of minutes. Let's see if we can get some calls in, Gordon. Let's do it. Uh, Dave's in Long Island. Dave, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Yeah, how are you? I hope you had a good night tonight. No, we're okay. Better than Ranger fans. Yeah, my buddy, I'm a Ranger fan. I'm calling in to say that there's definitely, there ain't no such thing as no quit in New York because they definitely quit in New York tonight. They don't play with no hearts. Only Igor has hearts. They can't forecheck. They can't dump things on net. For God's sake, they can't beat a third-string goalie. You know, they got Schmidt in that. Where does this guy come from, you know? Dump the puck on that, score a freaking goal, and that's it, you know? Well, it didn't turn out that way, Dave. And here's the thing, Gordon. And you, we talk about adjustments earlier, right? And look at the adjustments when they went into the video room with him, the goalie, Smith. From In game six, what happened? He didn't hold on to the puck. He, if, 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 it bounced, if it bounced out or he couldn't hold on to it, popped out of his glove, kicked in front of the net, the Rangers pounced on it right there. Boom. They scored goals. Tonight, he caught everything. Gordon, he didn't, there was no loose change in front of the net. And so that limited what the, what, what the Rangers were able to do, A. B, when you look, they were in, they were in their end. They made like two plays, and, and the ball and, – and the ball. And the puck was going down the ice the other way. It was, it was unbelievable to watch it. They would, they would get a couple of passes, and then boom, now they're on the defense, trying to get back. And, and, the, and the Devils are flying down the ice, flying. I know the shots on goal were, I don't know what the final total was, but it were pretty close. It did not feel that way watching no. the game. Mm-mm. No, no. The Rangers, the Rangers weren't in, in their end enough to get a cup. And they did, and they were awful on power plays. Yeah, it felt like that's when they were rolling, you know, they, they, especially those first two games. And then yeah. everything kind of dried up. So credit the Devils on that. Yeah, they made the adjustments. Robbie's in Massachusetts. Hey guys. Well, first of all, I want to tip my hat to the Devils. I picked the Devils to win in the series in seven games simply because it's a bad matchup for the Rangers. Uh, first of all, I'd like to criticize. I, Larry, I talked to you about a month ago when the Patrick Kane deal was made, and I told you this was the wrong deal. You have to have a combination of both skill guys and guys that are willing to pay a price in front of the net. I told you this season that the Rangers were one of the, statistically one of the worst teams in the league at goals off the forecheck and goals off the rebound. Will it continue tonight? I was so disgusted at the effort. I mean, Gerard Gallant, can you make an adjustment? Can you actually send two guys in? They don't play below the goal. And I give the Devils full credit, though. They got the puck out quickly, and, and Panarin didn't show up. The bandage didn't show up. Uh, the kid line is too soft. Lafreniere has been a complete bust. The first overall pick is amazing. How the Rangers' first overall pick is a bust, and the Devils' first overall pick is a superstar. Um, I give full credit to the Devils. Uh, Lindy Ruff did a great job. Uh, you know, what can you say? And the kid in that, you know, the, the Rangers never test them. 31 of the worst shots I've ever seen in my life. You have to get rebounds. You have to attack the net. Uh, statistically, at the end of two periods, slot shots. New Jersey 11, the Rangers won. And I, Adam Fox must be hurt because he was absolutely pathetic tonight. They looked like the Keystone Cops on the shorthanded goal. I couldn't believe what I was watching. But, I mean, the methodical nature of this team, I mean, it, it just bothers me so much when I watch this team sometimes. 
the mistakes, and in the first the first period, the turnovers, the silly passes, Panarin mm. with the silly blind backhand business, all the bad habits that this team had all year came to fruition in this game and in this series. But like I said, the better team won. You have to play hard. You have to work hard. And I give the Devils full credit. And Lindy Ruff is a great guy. I met Lindy years ago, and I wish him luck uh, against Carolina. Guys, I want to thank um, everybody that did the Ranger games, Don and, and Kenny and the whole staff and, and all the guys that, that, that worked hard for Ranger hockey this year. Look, it's 29 years and counting. I'm ticked off. And, and what am I going to do? But give the Devils full credit. They deserve to win. You have to play hard. You have to work hard. The Rangers just showed me nothing tonight. The fact that they scored 15 goals, okay, in three games and scored two goals in four games is just absolutely sick. I'm sick to my stomach, guys. But like I said, give the other team credit. So all right, thanks so much, guys, for all the all the all the great uh, shows. I appreciate it all, all the time. So, we'll- all right, Robbie, thanks. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, and it, I'm, one of the reasons why I think it might be more painful for Ranger fans is that it's wide open this year, right? Like yeah. If the Rangers had won tonight, they might have very well been the favorites yeah. to get to the cup final at the very least, if not win the whole thing. Yes, yeah, especially in you know, Boston now. Right. Who everybody thought was coming in. Yep. is going to be, you mm-hmm. know, hands down the team. And now, you know, you, you, look, at, you look at the rest of this. The, it's wide open. Gordon, it's wide open. Yeah. Rain, the Rangers' stars did not show up when they no. needed them the most. That's no. what it comes down to. And that's inexcusable. Because game seven, that's when you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Your prime that's what time makes stars. Yeah. yeah. Your primetime players have to be their best. And if not, and every once in a while, there's an unsung hero that comes out that you don't expect. Mm-hmm. But your number one guys have to be there. And Gordon, you know, I don't have to tell the Ranger fans, but I, you could pick on a bunch of people. Right? But... Patrick Kane was supposed to be the person to come in here and make a difference, Gordon, and he did not do well in the series. Nope. Did not do well in the series. Nope. Richardson it's hard, it's hard to find, yeah. It's no. hard to find guys that did well. Yeah, it's true, and he wasn't one of them. <laughs> What's up, Richard? <laughs> Larry, Gordon, you know, I never heard in a locker room after a game, seven-game series or any other series, where the coach and every player interviewed after the game losing a locker room said that the other team was better. That was unbelievable. They all agreed that the Devils deserve to win. So that's the only solace Ranger fans can have. The better team won. That's all. That's true. Larry, you know, the other last night I was talking to you about uh, Cleveland. Yeah, so oh, we lost Richard. All right. So, uh, you know, it, it's rare, but it's true. Hey, Gordon, listen, they, they, they looked themselves in the – hey, you know what, Gordon? They were honest and they played like it. <laughs> Tonight they played like the Devils were the best team, and they knew the Devils were the best team. They looked like everything. That, it was the same look they had at the previous three losses. Mm-hmm. We tried yeah. every single thing we could do, and we couldn't get anything going, period. And what and do we the, do? They threw their hands up. What do we do? Yep. And when the Devils got that first goal, it felt like a whole lot more than just one goal. It absolutely did. It yeah. absolutely did. So we'll see what happens now because the Devils have some work to do, clearly. Uh, Islanders have some work to do, clearly, but Gordon is fortunate that the Metropolitan area has three local hockey teams, so we're still in it. We still got one. We still got one, and we need that basketball team to pick things up in game two, Larry. We definitely do. We definitely do, and and we need to find out who's going to be available for, for that series. <laughs> That's the other one. Yeah, um, who's left? Yeah, who's left? I mean, there seems to be a thought process based on uh, some of the odds uh, mm-hmm. Gordon on some of the various uh, you know betting app, uh, apps mm-hmm. that uh, Jimmy Butler may not may not play them is likely not to play the way the lines are looking right now. 
Let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> you never. I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but no, 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 no. He's already hurt, and if he is hurt, he should rest. He should rest up and and be good. You know, you don't want this to, the type of thing to linger. So well, you know, sit out a couple of games and uh, let the Knicks get their bearings. I'll be honest with you, Gordon. If I'm Miami, after having that win, I'm not playing him tomorrow anyway. Yeah, although home. he's the type him. of psychopath that will yeah, want to play, play no matter what. I mean, you could yeah. amputate, and he's going to be out there. <laughs> Well, we'll find out tomorrow night, my friend. That's when we'll talk again following the Knicks and Miami game, too. See you tomorrow. All right, Larry. Wraps up this abbreviated edition of ESPN New York tonight. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Chantel. Freddie and Fitz next on 98.7 ESPN New York.